This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Optimal Relationships Daily. This is episode 1077, and I am your host, Greg Audino. And if you were listening yesterday, like good boys and girls, I mentioned towards the end having a different type of episode coming up today. Well, I got to thinking recently that while it is so great that we bring all kinds of information and guidance to you on such meaningful parts of life across the OLD network, with the slight exception of our commentary and some of our Q&A episodes, we hosts have very little opportunity to really connect with you about how we relate to the very topics that we love discussing, and in several of our cases, have built careers around. So, with that being said, I want to treat this episode as kind of a journal entry and maybe even a bit of a therapy session, and talk to you about something going on in my life right now that really impacts my relationships with myself and other people. So, I'll start with a brief backstory to set the stage a little bit. Um, I am from Rhode Island, I'm 30 years old, and though I always had a lot of interest in psychology and relationship building, when I was 18, I left home, went to college, and also began an acting career in Los Angeles. Now, I realize that acting uh, may not seem to have much in common with what I'm doing now as a life coach and an advice columnist and hosting the show, but to me, I think my path was always kind of built on a a curiosity to understand people and why they do what they do. Looking back, acting made sense when I was younger because it was something that came extremely naturally to me, and because of that, it's something I was able to derive so much significance from. I was working full-time as an actor. Uh, I had roles on a lot of cool shows, and I think I relied on the fact that most of my inner circle thought that this was uh, rather cool. So I was doing my thing in LA, I was enjoying myself, but at the same time, I was making a lot of really wonderful friendships and building such a great routine for myself. And while this lifestyle and the sense of adventure that came with it was nothing I ever took for granted, over time things started to change for me. Um, A really devastating breakup with my college girlfriend ultimately put me into this like wicked obsession about maintaining relationships and nurturing those that I'd had for so long, particularly friends and family back home in the the small town that I grew up in. That, coupled with the fact that I have older parents, dad's 83 and mom is 69, it started to make me feel that somehow being in LA was going to eat away at these really meaningful connections, and in the case of my parents, the time that I had left with them. So acting just started to feel less and less worth it, less rewarding. It it seemed like a waste of time and also something that was only about me and no one else. 
And meanwhile, my study of psychology and relationships, as I mentioned before, was now back in full swing, taking center stage, as I found it really important to help improve my own mental health, and if I could, the mental health of others. So eventually, two years ago at age 28, I decided to move back to Rhode Island, focus on these interests, and eventually started working full-time with OLD. Now fast forward two years, and I find myself in the very opposite pickle, uh, a pickle I was aware that I could find myself in, but wasn't betting on at all. And that's what I wanted to express today for whomever might want to listen. While it's been really special to have spent all this time with family and old friends, and it's time I'll always be grateful for having, there are now questions of self-betrayal and whether or not I passed up on a life that I was proud to have built for myself in exchange for the comforts of the past or just people I could count on to always stick by me. I don't miss acting so much work-wise. I'm still much more fulfilled doing what I'm doing now. But personally, I felt a sense of regression, um, as though my life has been put on pause. And, you know, of course, the romantic answer that most refer back to is to go back to California and do what's best for me and what fulfills me. And there is, of course, so much value in that. Yeah. But questions still come up. Uh, questions like, am I relying too much on a location and not enough on myself to facilitate my levels of satisfaction? Uh, is the real problem a grass is greener syndrome? And am I just prone to idealizing the place that I'm not in and not being maybe mature enough about accepting and embracing inevitable sacrifices? Environmentally speaking, uh, is California even sustainable for many more decades? Am I, am I trying to recreate the past and a really fun 20s? Or does this actually make sense for my future? And this business about the future is something that's tough for me. I, I try to look ahead so much and prevent future regret by putting a lot of thought into my decisions now. And while I think I'm successful in still being able to enjoy the present, it seems I'm shooting myself in the foot by trying to solve so many troubles uh, in advance that I anticipate having, as though I can keep them from occurring in the future, which we all know is nonsense. And uh, a lot of these troubles surround my relationship with my mother. So my mom and I have always been super close. And while I do enjoy being around her while she's still pretty youthful and not old enough to need any care, you know, what happens in a few years when things aren't as easy for her? Being away for that would be very difficult for me, especially so if I do end up getting married, maybe having children, and have important commitments that would keep me from coming back home regularly or moving back temporarily while she's in need. My mom is very vivacious uh, in a lot of ways, and she says she's happy with her decisions, but you know, I still worry about how well she takes care of herself sometimes. I, I worry about the fact that she's divorced and doesn't have me or my brother nearby. He lives in Italy. And there's a lot of guilt there in addition to how meaningful the time is with her. There's also a lot of attachment that I'm working through that has stemmed from some family dynamics in the past. And you know, while I know that there are some unhealthy, I don't want to say bad, but unhealthy tendencies here, like taking responsibility for the feelings of someone else, it's really, really hard to shake. And I'd like to overcome that before making any big decisions either way. 
Um, but you know what they say. You know what I say. Action comes before motivation a lot of the time. So for what it's worth, uh, even though my dad is older and legitimately elderly at 83, uh, I don't wrestle with this as much when it comes to him. It helps that he's been with his girlfriend for 10 years. He bounces around between Rhode Island and Florida anyway, so I couldn't really follow him. And he has a lot of good resources too. He's like, he's, and he's constantly encouraging me to do my own thing. Um, like he's always telling me to go back to California, even though it's of no personal benefit to him, which I've always thought was interesting. And somehow it seems as though he needs me less, which is good for him, but also kind of ironic because my mother is the much, is much more independent of the two. Um, and it's not like my mom tells me to stay or tells me that she needs me either. Um, but, I don't know. It's just, it's, you know, it's interesting to find myself sitting with this at my age. You know, not only am I dealing with this 10 or so years before my peers are, but it's challenging because that 10-year difference is hugely pivotal. For most of us, the 30s are a hugely defining decade. And by the time aging parents become a concern, that has to work around a life one has already established for themselves. I, on the other hand, currently single and with a remote job, still have so much flexibility and so many options for how I could navigate my life that making the family I was born into the basis of my decisions, rather than myself or a family I've built for myself, it's still on the table and in many ways feels very noble. You know, it's the the good son kind of making sacrifices for his parents the way that they made sacrifices for him. Um, you know, that's the, I think that's the narrative that's been in my head for a while. It's certainly really prevalent around here, like, you know, you know, a small town, a bunch of <laughs> Italians everywhere, uh, myself being one of them. Um, it's like I'm doubling down on something that's always been there for me, something that I have limited time left with. But my ability to shape everything around that has been hard. And maybe hasn't been the right approach at all. So that's what I'm exploring right now. Uh, so I've recently decided to give myself a deadline of Christmas. I'd want to be here for Christmas anyway. And with coronavirus concerns also rising more in California than Rhode Island at the moment, I'm content with being here through the end of the year. And I'm working on this week after week with a therapist that I'm really pleased with. And of course, in the meantime, trying to remain grateful for having such a wonderful problem on my hands. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I tend to find a lot of solace in knowing that things could be much worse as opposed to feeling as though my concerns are foolish or like too small because of that. I'm sure I left out a lot of other details and introspections today, but um, I'll be sure to let you guys know of any updates. And for now, I just I want to thank you for listening to this and hearing me out. It's been nice to just air it out and connect with you guys on a deeper level, I hope. Um, that's how I feel anyway. Um, I'm going to get out of here for now, but please know that you can email me if you have anything on your mind that you just want support with or a shoulder to lean on. I know I mentioned advice at oldpodcast.com being the go-to email address to send your questions to that I would usually feature on Saturdays, and it definitely is, but you can also reach out to me there if you just want to do some word vomiting like I did today and not necessarily ask a question. All right, so doors open. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday, folks, and I will be back here narrating tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Now, I am a big believer that if you want to be your best self in your relationships or in anything you do, you need to fuel yourself properly. And that's why I'm so happy to have this show sponsored by Factor. 
Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. You'll have over 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale, and healthy options done easily. Not to mention it's flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing anywhere from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime with no hassle whatsoever if something changes. So, head to factormeals.com optimal50, that's optimal50, and use code optimal50 to get 50% off. That's code optimal50 at factormeals.com optimal50 to get 50% off. Picture a wardrobe upgrade with quality essentials at an unbeatable price. Quince has you covered with timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. And all Quince items are priced 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. That's because by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And most importantly, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. And as for me, I love Quince's versatility too. They have great home items as well as clothes, and I've been really happy with the bedding that I bought from them. When you look at it and you feel the material, you can tell easily that it's of high quality. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash ORD for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ORD to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash ORD.